Welcome, welcome, welcome to the EWE Podcast. I'm your host, Morris Champion. Back again for episode, who knows? Uh, it's probably about 9, 8, 13. I don't know. Who's counting? Can't be you. Probably me. I'm talking to myself and listening to myself at the same time. But nevertheless, we are back. The NBA 1920 season schedule released yesterday. So we're going to jump in that today. Check out some. I think we might do everything. I think I might do everything. Go through them all. There's some, uh, you know, rookies battling, uh, people going back. So we're going to check that out. And go through these teams and see which games maybe the Hornets can win. I'm thinking, yo, it's got to be 20. It has to be 20, right? It has to be 20. And what, and what would you be excited for? Like, if you're not going to the games, watching, whether it's on Season Pass, NBA TV, uh, the Christmas Day games, Thanksgiving games um return games you know a lot of the, a lot of changes in the offseason with the player movement so who's gonna who's gonna be that who you want to see early on you know before the injuries and whatnot catch up so today on the ewe podcast we will check all those things out it is late i just had some coffee after a four-hour nap which has drained everything 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 and i like this beat it's very nice so when we come back i'll go through my long pre-written monologue and we'll get this thing going ewe podcast with the release of the 1920 nba schedule did you actually have to remind yourself the NBA hasn't been in the news since Chris Paul was traded? Other than the Rich Paul rule and every mid-tier NBA are pulling their name from the World Cup squad, the NBA has leveled off as the NFL and pennant races in baseball take the stage. As fans around the league wait around for Bradley Beal's decision on this early extension, and if any team will take on Chris Paul's contract, the NBA has given us a few morsels to hold us over and fuel ticket sales as the release of the 1920 NBA schedule. As the NBA landscape went under heavy reconstruction this past offseason, the anticipation of this year's schedule release has had many fans ready for the season to actually begin. Player movement has once again piqued our interest, but more so this season, as presumably the Warriors are not overwhelming title favorites. Oddly enough, the media, including us fans, had determined the Warriors not to be a serious threat. The Bucks have fallen off with the loss of Malcolm Brogdon and the Raptors losing Kawhi Leonard without any compensation. No sign of trade for Kawhi Leonard? I still don't understand why that happened. So, as we dive into the upcoming NBA schedule, let's take a look at some of the matchups that could make regular season basketball enjoyable to watch. So, what do you want to look for? Teams that lost players due to trade, free agency, or release. What players will be swooned by certain teams due to pre-agency? And what players are returning back to teams due to all the offseason movement? So when we come back, we'll jump through a few teams on the Eastern Conference. Of course, we're going to start off with my 
favorite former team, the Charlotte Hornets. Ewe. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Ewe Podcast. I'm your host, Morris Champion, back again with the NBA 1920 early season schedule release. So at this moment, we're going to jump back into the Charlotte Hornets. Um, So, Charlotte Hornets, a light year with no buzz. I know. I know you're supposed to be hopeful. Um... I was actually listening to a couple podcasts last night. Yo, the way people talk about the Charlotte Hornets, man, it's, it's depressing. Um, it's similar to the strike, what was it, the lockout season where we only won like seven games. We had the lowest. Didn't, we didn't have like, well, maybe won like nine games, but we had the lowest winning percentage ever. Hopefully, it's not one of those games. You know, Terry Rozier, Malik Monk, you're hoping, Miles Bridges, Dwayne Bacon, Devontae Graham. You know, Cody Zeller going to give you what he going to give you. But, hey, man, we're just hoping. That's all we can do. Just hope. (laughs) Hope. But, got to let you know how they feel about us. You know how they feel about us? We open against the Bulls. Now, the Bulls are supposed to be a lot better this year under Jim Boylan. Um, they got a squad, and they had a lot of injuries last year. But we open up against the Bulls. You know, that's how we know it's going to be a very long season. Um, so, as a former Hornets fan, I think the last time I checked the uh, schedule, in early August was probably when Zoe or uh, LJ was coming back to Charlotte. Now, with that being said, Kimball returns on November 7th on TNT. And I just want to say it can't be a more depressing return because we actually get to watch him come back with better organization, better front office better teammates, better young talent. Um, I won't say better fan base because win or lose, you never know. But um, it's going to be depressing because we're always the first one to move. Always the first one to move. Um, The TNT crew, they may not even show up. (laughs) I know they got rid of players only. But that'll probably that probably will be the time they bring it back. And if Terry Rozier is not benched by then, I know November 7th, we can only hope that we show up and show out. I'm looking, you know, I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm looking forward to it. It's like one of those things. It's like you know he's coming back. Um, you know it's gonna be on TV. The quote unquote buzz is going to be there. So you know, hopefully for that night we can come through. And I hope he doesn't get booed. Honestly. Five years 160. The max was what, 212? 200? I mean, 
that's a <sighs> now they're gonna talk about that again now they're gonna talk about that again um but yeah the hornets literally i think we have one game and that's it honestly there's no other reason to put the hornets on tv um with the uh, local passes that I present to myself, I will be watching a lot of Hornets games just to check out, you know, see how this uh, this young squad's going to do, see what kind of offense we're going to implement, see what kind of defense we're going to put out there and see who can come through. And uh, that is the end of the Charlotte Hornets. A light year with no buzz. But when we come back, We'll actually jump into the Boston Celtics. If we podcast, Mars Champion. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Ewe Podcast. I am your host, Marsh Champion. We are back again with the 1920 NBA schedule release. Since we have gone over my uh, less than fortunate Charlotte Hornets, let's dive into the Boston Celtics, the team that took another player away from us. So, of course, with the Celtics, what do you want to pay attention to? Well, they lost a lot of players. They lost Kyrie, Al Horford, a Morse twin, Terry Rozier, and I would say three of those players want some get back. Maybe Al Horford too. Maybe all four do. Now, how many of those players can actually get some get back? Three of those players. How many of those players can actually get some get back and we would actually care? Kyrie, Terry Rozier. Kyrie Irving. (laughs) <laughs> Let's just go with Kyrie. The Celtics open up with the Sixers. Celtics and Sixers again. But can Al Horford muster up enough animosity to make this one-sided rivalry even more intense? Are you going to tune in for Revenge Horford? Revenge Horf? Horf? Revenge Horf? Mm, too close. Way too close. Now, more than likely... We aren't. But the hype around that first game, Horford, Boston. Mm. But me, personally, I'm looking at Marcus Smart versus Ben Simmons. How many threes? Because you know Smart going to shoot. Will Ben Simmons take more than two threes? Will he take more than one? I don't know. But... More interesting than Al Horford's return to Boston will be on October 26th, the Celtics travel to New York to face the Knicks. Now, although Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are ways away from free agency, it's never too early for the Knicks fans to shower young talent with appreciation and hopes that they plan not to plan a meeting with the Knicks. So, will the Knicks swoon Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? Will they? Will Al... No, not Al Horford, my bad. Will Gordon Hayward be good enough to take away from that? 
And whenever they go to New York, is Kimba going to show out? Like, will they boo Kimba? Cheer Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? Because I think Jason Tatum is the type of player that would go to the Knicks. I mean, Jalen Brown, too. I mean, let's not get it twisted. You know? Just because he's smarter smarter than a mug don't mean, you know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't like having that title of being, you know, maybe that the the next James Harden. Everybody wanna be James Harden. I mean, heck, sometimes you end up being Joe Johnson. Now, Joe Johnson wasn't on the level of James Harden or Russell Westbrook, but didn't the Hawks get just as far? With Jane, no, did not the Hawks get just as far with Joe Johnson as Russell Westbrook and the uh, Thunder? You know? Hmm. Hmm. Now, Celtics. After that, another early game. Um, the Celtics will, of course, as we stated before in the segment before, will be traveling to Charlotte on November 7th. And it will be in prime time. Of course, Kimba back in Charlotte, but Terry Rozier will have a chance to put up 30 shots against the Celtics. And it's not going to look good. So, all in all, the Celtics, of course, you know, we're all interested to see what they got. See what kind of offense they're going to put in. Um, Honestly... I'm actually just looking at the Celtics like all they did was just switch out a scoring point guard. They've been doing this since what Isaiah Thomas. So either way, it's going to be interesting. Of course, because with the six degrees of separation, the Brooklyn Nets and Russell's escape from New York. Back again, the Ewe Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Ewe Podcast. I am your host, Mars Champion, back again with the NBA schedule release for the 1920 season. Just finished up with the Boston Celtics and what they have going forward. And of course, one of their six degrees of separation ends with the Brooklyn Nets and Russell's escape from New York and his possible release from LA. Wow. An original and a sequel, all on the same team. Now, of course, all eyes will be on the Nets this season with the key additions, Kyrie, Durant, DeAndre Jordan, even Torian Prince. Probably not even saying that right, but which will gather more coverage? Kyrie's return to Boston or Kyrie against the Knicks? Or if Kevin Durant will be on the sideline when they play the Warriors and the Knicks. Now, the Nets start off against the Knicks, so the boos will be loud and clear. You know it. Oh my gosh, that's going to be quite a game. I'm actually looking forward to that one. 
the Nets and Celtics will do something weird. They're going to have a home and home on November 27th and 29th. So you're going to get both of them playing back to back. Uh, that's, I want to say that's Wednesday and Friday. So that's either before Thanksgiving and after or either, either on it or it's one of those. So the animosity will be high. Hopefully Kyrie can drop 45 on both nights. Uh, probably go down to 36, but who's counting? But the home at home. And I'm assuming those are going to be on TV. Uh, and that second game is going to be a noon start, which, wow, a noon start in Brooklyn? Good gosh. I'm pretty sure nobody's going to show up until mid-second quarter. Uh, so you just got to hope the best and also hope that the weather holds up. So you actually got a crowd in there. Now, D'Angelo Russell returns on February 7th. And hopefully, 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 he'll still be in uniform. And hopefully, he'll be on the all-star roster. Because you catch D'Angelo Russell, Russell with a good, like a really good season. And he made the all-star team or at least got snubbed or something like that. He's coming into Brooklyn with a point to prove. And you already know, if Curry and Draymond are healthy and on that court, they will be hyping him up. Please believe. Warriors may not run pick and roll this year, which I'm assuming they will. They're going to run it that night. They are going to run everything at Kyrie Irving. He's going to be on the island. You're going to have to get Karis LeVert to do something. And then... The Nets travel to Golden State on the 23rd. And I know that's going to be late in the season. Probably be talks of KD coming back after the All-Star break. I'm hoping he doesn't. I hope he sits out. But uh, Kevin Durant on the bench against the Warriors. Really looking forward to that. That's probably... They got to give him a tribute video. Then, the Nets travel to Golden State on the 23rd. And the reception of Kevin Durant will be on full display. I'm sure they're going to give him a tribute video. They have to clap for him. I mean, it's a new season, new stadium. Uh, they're going to be, it's going to be late in the season. So it's pretty much dependent on where both of these teams are. If the Nets aren't any good, the Warriors fan base is going to be pretty hype. Um, and likewise, if the Warriors are struggling, a lot of injuries... You know, they might show a little bit of appreciation. Or, you know, just be happy with what they have. But the Nets, early on, looking forward to it. Especially that game against the Knicks. You know, um, there's going to be a lot of booing. Looking forward to that. Just excited about the Nets. You know, see what they have going on. They got a lot of players. A lot of dudes who were on the squad last year who got the run, got to the playoffs, and now with Kyrie Irving is going to be shooting more, have the ball more. Uh, his possessions are going up. Whose possessions are going down? I mean, Jared Allen got to sit on the bench and watch DeAndre Jordan do his thing for at least a couple months. I mean, you already have KD. You already have Kyrie Irving, you have them locked in for four years. So 
we're all assuming that DeAndre Jordan wants to start. And I hear a phone near me, which means a child is near. So this is the end of the Ewe podcast. We just wanted to go through a few teams. I didn't want to keep you too long with the Hornets, the Celtics, and the Brooklyn Nets. This is my daughter. Hey, Maya. With your phone so loud. And this is the Ewe Podcast. I'm your host, Mars Champion. Ah, I keep saying sorry, but you're still doing it. Oh, well, this is the end. You don't want to watch Hey Arnold? <sighs> Which one? Learning game? need your learning game. Puzzles? Puzzles? All right. All right, I'm finishing up. I'll be out in a minute, all right? Cool. Not even paying attention. Life as a dad.